Welcome to Ear Diet, episode two. What are we doing today, Santi? Dude, we're going to be listening to all the collab albums from Doom. Our boy MF Doom, he's going to collab. Shward, part two of our series on MF Doom. And as you know, here on Ear Diet, we only listen to the tastiest tunes and the... For our ears what to eat. Wait, what, what was that? The juiciest jam, Santi. Come oh, on. Dude, I keep forgetting that's our catchphrase. Yeah, man. Andrew's trying to start this catchphrase. Leave it in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, anyhow, guys. I'm your host, Andrew Napier. Here with me, as always, my it's beautiful, hairy co-host. Oh, you fucking <laughs> sexy bastard. It's your boy, Santi. And guest, special guest here. Your boy, Ty. <laughs> what up? All right, so like we said, we're covering uh, MF Doom still, part two of our series on MF part Doom. Part two of part two, you know, because uh, we recorded Episode the, two, we part recorded two. This, uh, already, yeah, but, shut the fuck uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> Ty, why don't you tell the story, because you're guesting for the second time, for the first time. So go ahead, Wait, tell the story they, what they the fuck happened. <laughs> so, uh, my so no, we, we recorded, and uh, we had such a great great time recording uh, it really was such good. an excellent session and we were drunk off happiness the edit didn't get saved nope <laughs> um, my the fault editor so, fairy came uh, out deleted everything you know um <laughs> yep but uh, technical difficulties on that one <laughs> but it's it's okay control s that's a good one to know for, for some me, i guess files are meant to be lost I guess so. So that that one's in the in the lost tapes section of well, uh, Plug and Nug Radio history. Look at it this way: if 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 the X Files had an episode on Plug and Nug Radio, you'd be featured in it. Exactly, that's pretty true. All right, but all right. Let, let, enough of us talking about our failures we'll, or we'll my failures. We'll release it on the on the bonus <laughs> features in the DVD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> documentary. Um, so uh, we're just gonna jump right into the music here. Uh, this is the only one that's a little bit out of order. Like we said in the last episode, we started with, uh, we ended with Um Food and skipped Mad Villainy because Mad Villainy is really a collaboration yeah, 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 album, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all of the ones mm-hmm. on this uh, uh, playlist are collaboration Collabs. albums. That's pretty much what he became like known for is working with other producers and like elevating their their music. You know what I mean? All the other personas that were born. Exactly. But all right, man. Uh, first me. up, Meat Grinder on Mad Villainy. Let's turn it up. Let's let the music speak for itself for a second. Andrew's polite way of telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dripping off the meat grinder, heat niner, pimping, stripping, soft, sweet minor. China was a neat sign of trouble with the script digits. Double dip, bubble lick, subtle list, midget. Borderline schizo, sort of fine tits. Funny story about this beat. Jaden Smith would go later on to sample this in Young and Reckless. I'm sorry. What? I was just staring at Santi. <laughs> Yeah, there's a line in there where he says uh, he he adds a uh, uh, 
a silent letter. He pronounces the silent letter. He does that a lot in some of his songs because he makes it. He uses it to to make the syllables match. Exactly. So he says subtle lispid midget. Lispid. Yeah, instead of lisped. He pronounces the E, he doesn't really have to. Don't rack your brain. Oh, this is the song. This is the song. That's one of my favorite, like, multi-syllable rhymes there. The Hawk doing songs lit in the booth with the best host doing bong hits on the roof in the West Coast. Literally every, every fucking syllable rhymes in those two lines. Every syllable. But right before that, he says the thing about uh, Wrath of Cain, laughter, pain. He says the speed of Wrath of Cain. And that's referring to a song, Wrath of Cain, off the album, Wrath of Cain, by Big Daddy Cain, who, who was like 1980s, like late 80s, early 90s. And he was one of the people that Doom sort of looked up to when he was becoming a rapper, like in his KMD days, before he even became Doom. So it's it sort of interesting to hear him shout him out on that in like 2004 at this point. 2003. Also, um, the name is also a throw to what's it called? Oh, of course, the Star, Star Trek movie, yeah, Star Khan. Yep. And that was a reference that Kane was making way back in the day, so like they were both into it, you know what I mean? This right here, figure out. The amount of rappers that are nerds, like it goes way back, dude. <laughs> This song right here is my favorite off the album. Right, let me turn it up a little. Got a lot of shit with him. Let the rhythm hit him. Stronger than the other voice. We makes the joints that make him spread them butter moist. Man, please. Stage made of panties. From the age of baby hoochies on to the grannies. Band me the dough rake. Daddy, the flow make her fatty shake. Patty cake, patty cake for fake. If he wasn't need a baker's man, he'd take her for her masters. Hit it once and shake her hand. Want some old thank you, ma'am, and ghost her. She can mind the toaster if she signed the post. The way they made these songs, Mad Villain and, I mean, Mad Lib and MF Doom, the way they made these songs is ironically similar to, like, the Marvel method of writing comic books. The original Marvel method was the artist would draw all the panels and just leave the bubbles open for the writer to fill in, and then the writer would go fill in the words. And it's weirdly similar to how they did this album. Uh, they were both approached by Peanut Butter Wolf, the owner of Stone's Throw Records, uh, the like founder of Stone's Throw Records, and uh, they he brought them out to um, his bunker studio in L.A., which is literally an old like nuclear bunker, and they built like a mansion on top of it. So in the basement is the studio bunker, as an actual nuclear bomb bunker. Yeah, and. Uh, Madlib would be down there all day working on the beats, and then at the end of the day, he'd like send him upstairs. And yeah, like, literally. Yeah. And Doom and Madlib would talk off, for like you know. ten minutes, like listening to the beats and being like, "Yeah, yeah, I can do that," or like listening to the words that he wrote for it and be like, "Yeah, yeah, that sounds good." Um, so like they very li- they had very little collaboration really with each other. It's just like he was doing one thing and then he was putting it on top of it. You know what I mean? Like they didn't really work. They weren't like, oh, these, this, you should rhyme about this because that's how I'm making this flow, and like you should do it this way. Like they didn't have to. They yeah. just like, 
he he even said in the in one of the interviews it was like a telepathic thing almost like they were talking through the music you love this song because uh, of the music video oh yeah thank you for reminding me this is uh i'll, I'll put this up on the facebook page the, the music video for this is one of the dopest music videos i've ever seen it's like the entire thing is drawn in the style of comic books yeah. and like they have a mad villain like comic book character looking thing um it's just it's badass as shit <laughs> excuse me i probably won't <laughs> ty what do you think of this song what's your favorite song off mad villainy Honestly, the last one I played in yeah. like that one's—I've always been a fan of like, like honestly, this one and the last one. Like beats, beats that just have that that jump and just the, the the lyricism on on both tracks are kind of what draws you in as like a fan. You're like, okay, it's literally both. That's say, what's so great about say it. Say like you haven't heard um, any MF Doom at all, like. If you started with this, that'd probably draw you in. If you weren't a fan, this you know, is a like, lot of people soirees into Doom. Um, it's just lyri- like lyrically speaking, as far as I've went back, as much as I've listened to, uh, this man has not lost that that '90s draw. Coming back live at uh, Andrew's basement. <laughs> I bet you that's from the Spider-Man 1980 cartoon. Oh, this little... Yeah, because they use a lot of stuff from let's, that. Let's ask them. Hey. I didn't even mention Way Up Top and Meat Name Grinder. this comic cartoon. <laughs> oh, I'm going to let this song play a little. This is my favorite song off the album, guys. Oh, wait. You know what? I'm going to let the end play because the end is my favorite part. Okay. <laughs> But way up top here at the beginning, Meat Grinder, uh, he uses a, a sample from Frank Zappa. That part where he's saying the jar is under the bed. That's all a Frank Zappa song, apparently. Frank Zappa's always doing stuff like that. Like zapping stuff. Well, he was sort of an avant-garde kind of artist. So he has a lot of stuff that's like a little bit out there. A lot of stuff you could easily sample from to make an audio collage, as, as they call it. As they call it? That's what Doom calls it. Audio collage. Collagio. Claudio. 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 Who's Claudio? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, what else can we say about this period in his career? Um, are we still on? No, we just got. Yeah, this is the last al- song. This is my favorite album. album. Here, I'll let it kick. Probably my, all this, his work was put in the most. Like, I feel like the most work was put into this is definitely the most like one of the most influential albums of all time for like, like for musicians like so many people listen to this album well just think about it too during that time this came out a lot of things were going on that were wrong and speak he's speaking on it but no one really was paying attention you know and they say the best way to influence yourself is to music most of the time 
So, music's a language everybody understands. Ooh. Let me jump in on this part. We'll let the music jump in. What? She was dumb fine, but not quite the type that you might want to wine and dine. Couldn't find a pen, had to think of a new trick. This one he wrote in cold blood with a toothpick. On second thought, it's too thick. His assistant said, do him, you sick. He said, true for acoustics. Psycho, his flow is drowned in lousy seasoning. With micro power, he's sound and right reasoning. It's easy as pie, 3.14. I've said this about a couple songs, but that, that toothpick line is probably my favorite line. Like, absolute favorite two line ever. Clearly, you can't decide. Now we're moving on to uh, the Danger Doom album, one of Santi's favorites. This is the best album. Hands these, down. these last three albums that we were playing through, the beginning of episode one and these two albums, are were, were released so close to each other. It's insane. This is all 2003 and 2004. Um, I think this one came out too. Let me Google that real quick. The song? Your intentions. I really love your tape, but I hate your inventions. Mouse, well. correction. Mouse in the Mask was 2005. That's just 2005. Think about it. Like I said, um, he was on uh, the super bad. Um, remember, his son Malachi was born in 2003, so he's had an infant son at home while while, while releasing some of the most like amazing hip hop albums of all time. These three albums are some of the best albums ever made. In, in hip hop, in music, maybe. Mad Villainy is one of the best albums in all of music history, if you ask me. But, um. My point is, he was doing this all while he was like. How old was he at this point? Act like you know, man. Even with the mask on, show me what you own, man. Tell a brush a grill and wash her face and t- home, man. Do my leg got hot like and you wash a got cool, home, man. He was 34 years old, which is pretty old for a rapper. And he was, uh, he had an infant son at home, uh, like, throughout all of these years. Or, like, not all, like, infant to two years old, to a toddler. Like, it's just incredible. And he's working with all these different artists, and, like, he was away from home to do, to do Mad Villainy. He, he left to go do Mad Villainy. He left England? No, he left New York. Oh, That's where he was living. England doesn't come till later. That's another sad part of his story. This guy has so many sad parts to his story. It's crazy. Master Shake, of course. Danger! Now you guys both watch Aquatine Hunger Force before, right? I've seen episodes yeah, here, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I really haven't watched it too much. Like, I think I've maybe seen one episode. But uh, it features him throughout this. It features voicemails from him, Master Shake, the character from that show, throughout all this album. Because this album is produced by Adult Swim. And uh, it's a collab because it's the Danger Doom album. It's Danger Mouse is the producer. And uh, MF Doom is on the, on the rapping throughout all of it, of course. Oh, the one they hate so well. He sure keeps his cycle like the old Bates Motel. They came to ask him for at least some new tracks, but only got confronted by the beast with two backs. 
Knock. Mouse is a made man. Villain laid it down like the best laid plan. Bell the cat, who the hell is that near the middle? Got y'all, but it's not all bearing Skittles. Prepare the vittles. Got riddles and spittles. Crystal clear to the jot or the tittle. It's hot off the griddle. Came to take the cake, whether it's a lot or a little. Kaboom. Doom is nervous large. You could tell by his blooming room service charge. Dark and tall to boot. The only thing was wrong is he was bald as a coot. Used to ran a van from Peter Pan to Red and Tan. And keep the human foot for his dead man's hand. This was when the mask was brand I feel like I started listening a lot more around this time. Like, just listening to the music in general. Because, like, you know, it, a lot of the rappers now, Logic, Eminem, I feel like they were. Hey, 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 don't diss on Logic. I love Logic. No, like, I'm saying, oh, like, you were gonna like, say good about Logic? I'm referencing, okay. like. I, I just assumed you were going to shit on Eminem. No. No, no, <laughs> like, 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 um, I'm naming I mean, like the gas face. Like nowadays, like my group of lyrical demons, like of people that can hop on something and destroy it. Like when I, and then I was someone, you know, you introduced me to and I film. You're like, yo, you didn't hear, you, you know, and I film. I'm like, I've heard a few, few from them. Like, yo, hear this, hear this. And the more I've listened, I was definitely that was literally the time that the two albums. <coughs> Santi is the same, like has the same two entrance albums for the same reason because I was uh, listening to a lot of Danger Doom and uh, Zarface meets Metal Face yep. at that time. Yep. Because I had just realized that he had all these collabs under different fucking names that like I never heard of. You know what I mean? Because when I first got an MF Doom, I'm going in on Spotify, so I'm just looking at the albums by MF Doom, and there's like three albums. You know what I mean? But then you dig deeper, and there's like, oh, he has like 30 albums. Okay, they're just all under fucking different names, and then he he has all these different things that are like uh, uh, that he features on, like a million awesome songs that he features on that like aren't his albums at all. What the impressive Some of which thing we'll is, we'll get to on the next episode. The impressive thing is how he a lot of how he got his fame, um, not being mainstream. Oh, um, absolutely. That's he, that's he's pretty... known as like the rapper's rapper. You know what I mean? Like so many people. Uh, have, we were watching that video the other day. Jo- uh, Joey Badass mm. and uh, Nick Caution. Nick Caution and the Pro Arrow crew were, were talking with um, Nardwar about MF Doom and like fanboying all over him, and it was amazing. This is just a great song. I'm gonna turn it up a little. CeeLo Green coming in with the, the chorus. Yeah. Probably one of the. Uh, Newer mainstream rappers he's done work with. Jump them in like jump rope, double dutched and turn on the mic with a thumb stroke, subtle touch, cuddle clutch. Is this thing on like the fling with Mrs. King Kong this spring gone? Sing a song of slap happy crappiness. He came to blow like it was strapped to his nappy chest. Surely I jest the best on a wireless mic, not an eye test. Yet I digress. But why stress? Try and remember when maybe bit the tender skinned babysitter Gwendolyn. The type to hit and run and go tell a friend. That was literally another example of him putting in a uh, silent letter. And we missed one in Great Day, too. In Great Day, he says um, he might need some psychiatrist. He pronounces the P before psychiatrist. Um, and then in this song right here, he just said. Um, maybe hit the tender skinned babysitter Gwendolyn. Tender skinned. That hooked up. Hey, if I may interject, rap these days is like a paint up in the neck. Cornier and fornier than a play fight. Take two of these and don't phone me on the late night. 
The beat won't fail me with more rhymes. Oh, yeah, this right here. Washes hands and feet daily. And all that kerosene ain't cheap. Mm. Villain been deep since a teenage. Explain that, Andrew. It's your I, favorite. I heard, this is one of my favorite lines from Duke because I had heard this song about a million times before that line really hit, like really sunk in. And that's the thing that I love about Doom. If you don't like look up the lyrics on like Genius and just pour through every single fucking line, because there's a million different things about every line, then you'll just keep listening to these songs over and over because they're fucking awesome songs anyway. And the beat is amazing and like his flow and just like the way he sounds is so amazing that his lyrics aren't even like the most the he is the most amazing lyrics in the in the world and they're somehow not always the best thing about every one of his songs like he still has amazing other shit you know what i mean uh but that that line uh washes hands and feet daily and all that kerosene ain't cheap he uses kerosene to wash his hands and feet because they're made of metal and that's what you wash metal in lighter fluid the metal villain all right, next up, we're jumping over to so 2009 now. you're telling me if I put flames... What? No, literally, no, so no, what, no, what, no. It, what it is is you would cover the metal in kerosene and then light it on fire. Yeah, it says And then the flame the, cleans the metal. burn off. Yeah, everything cleans the metal because... You, flame cleans metal because you can burn off everything that's not the metal. It's like it's insane. Won't stop rocking till he clocked on a gazillion grand. Till in the wasteland sands, wraps on backs of treasure maps, stacks to the ceiling fan. He rests on his ashes, ask him after ten miles and his glasses smashes, stashes. Chip on his shoulder with a slip on the holster, a clip, a folder, and his grip on a boulder. You don't like the remix? I like the original better. Really? Yeah, dude, because it has that fucking. Dude, so the in the original version of this song, they are literally rapping behind. Uh, well, JJ Dilla is rapping behind. Um, no, just JJ Dilla. Oh, JJ. JJ Doom is AKA Doctor Who Dat, who's the person who's remixing this version. The original version is by JJ Dilla. The producer is JJ Dilla on the original. He raps behind uh, uh, World Two uh, soundtrack on Super Mario Brothers Three. Yeah, yeah. Fucking sick. He's not rapping. MF Doom's rapping. Jay Dilla's the one who's mixing World 2 in there. Uh. <laughs> They're both in the song. You're like, they, they know what I'm talking they about. <laughs> yeah, the reason we selected, or, yeah, we selected, we talked I know, about it. I know, I know, I know. But the reason we selected this uh, remix, and I'll go ahead and put both of them on the playlist because it's a dope ass song. But um, this remix is by Doctor Who Dat, who's JJ Doom, and he goes on to, or half of JJ Doom. His name is Gennaro Jarrell, and I'm probably butchering that, but uh, he works with Doom in his next album. And the reason this album, who a lot of people are telling me is an MF Doom album, is not a collaboration album, well, go check yourself, because uh, on every single song... He literally collabs with another producer. Every single song, there's other producers working on it. Like, he doesn't work on this album by himself. There's only two no fucking albums fingers. where he works on all by himself, period. Like, literally two albums where he's entirely by himself. 
black licorice and equally as yucky. How he handled the money was strictly damn stucky. Monkey hustle, man on fire. Later for the date, then the hadron collider. It costs more, it be seeming like a style. Doom leave the competition steaming like a pile. Smile, Bing. sparkling jewels. In effect, like alternate side of the street parking rules. <laughs> In effect, like alternate side of the street parking rules. <laughs> It was depicted as flipping, split the oh, this is one of your favorite songs, Santi. So, what do you what do you like about this song in particular? What do you mean? I just told you. Oh, you just like the the non remix version, dude. Yeah. But you don't like the lyrics on this song? Of course, I like the lyrics, but like that's just like that. That's this is so. This is what I was telling you earlier. Like, so should we just take this off and restart this song? I feel like you. No, 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 <laughs> no. Because we both chose the remix. A lot of people actually hate this album, you know. What, um, a lot of people say this is one of his worst albums. Born like this? Yeah. A lot of people hate it. Um, one of the most criticized songs is, of course, Batty Boys, which I actually love. We're not including it on the playlist, but I love that fucking song. Uh, it's literally a whole song where he talks about how Batman is gay. And apparently the entire inspiration for this was... Uh, um, Batman. <laughs> no, listen to this guy. His son said that he he was rapping some song around his son he was saying that he was the coolest ever or something like that and his son malachi comes up to him and he's like you're not the coolest ever uh batman's way cooler than you and he was like little kid at this point and his dad's like nah fuck that shit i'm way cooler than batman batman's gay and then he writes an entire song about how batman's gay which includes the line uh which is a sample from something where they must have been like fucking like making fun of batman to begin with but he goes uh uh, what is it? Running around with a little boy in a rubber suit. <laughs> it's great. Like, it's a whole new perspective that personally I never even really thought of, and they blew it up on me. And I was like, Yo, that's weird. <laughs> You're right. Oh, was that from Djibouti Dubs? No, no, no. no but um, I'm just saying, like, at one point he goes, uh, they're getting captured by a uh, Joker, and Batman looks down and he goes, Nice leg, nice legs, Robin. <laughs> Robin goes, oh my god, Bruce, what did you just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Oh my god. That's Raekwon featured on this song, too. Uh-uh. Yeah, Raekwon's on this. Yeah, I don't know. From Wu-Tang. Dude, fun fact. Um, MF Doom's the official, like, 12th member of Wu-Tang. They never told anyone. Well, he's, like, the 12th mem- member of Wu-Tang. He's the 5th member of the Beastie Boys. He's, like, the 8th member of the fucking... <laughs> he's, like, he's, the 6th member He's the member 19th of, member of Monster Island Zars and also somehow the founder. member of like, Go- Gorillaz, dude. He, he's the 4th member of uh, Zarface. Like, seriously. Zarface's first album has MF Doom on it like multiple times. Do you know actually Facts. he's like the third member of Daft Punk? He's also the third member of um, Danger Mouse. 
Who's one person? <laughs> oh, and he's the fifth member of, um, he's the fifth member of, uh, Yesterday's New Quintet, which is entirely Mad Lib. His whole fucking, all of his different personas pissed me off. I never knew Quasimodo was Mad Lib. So, like, there are four features, I think, on, uh, on Mad Villainy. Two of them, two of them are the people making the album. Victor Vaughn is featured on the album, and as we mentioned, that's, that's, uh, MS. Doom, and then Quasimodo is featured on the album, and that is Mad Lib's rap persona, which is a way pitched up, like, weird voice thing, but it's pretty cool. America's Most Blunted, uh, Future Sims, great song. That's that. Give an MC a rectal hysterectomy. Don't expect to see the recipe until we receive the check as well as the collection fee. More erect than section Z. What you expect to get for free? Don't expect to see the recipe until we get the check and the collection fee. Don't slam your phone in the whole Sorry, I just kicked the table like two seconds ago. I did both suck. I did too by accident. The most unprofessional podcast ever. No prop, got the job, hot bar, hot The viewers look back and give us hearts. The what? The viewers look back and give us hearts. Leave us comments down below how good we're doing. Not well? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> sorry. I give this one like a six. Uh, we did really we did really well on the episode you guys didn't hear. <laughs> I know. That was like a really? that was like a twelve, dude. Uh, I know, dude. Like really like But you know some things some things have to some things have to happen. No. Look, Episode 3 is going to be fire. I followed him to the studio, but I was too late to stop him. That's right. This blew my mind. <laughs> this blew my mind. For those who don't know, that was when sampled I from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I shouted, yes! Now we're moving on to JJ Doom. This is part of his career that we can really talk some, some like serious talk about. Uh, he got booted. Yeah, he got booted from the United States. Uh, but right before that, right before that even happened, he was doing a tour. He was on tour in Canada. I don't know how he got from Canada back to the United States. Perfectly fine. I guess you just need a license back then at least. But um, dude, it's Canada, yo. Getting out of Canada is easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah, seriously, I guess. But he was literally he. Apparently getting uh, back into Canada now is not. Or maybe he wasn't yeah, even dude, there. COVID. It's possible that he wasn't even there. Because the thing is, this was that time of his career that he was sending out imposters to to rap for him. At the different shows. Yeah. So there were like a Bullshit. couple different shows. A very famous one in Vancouver that was like, they know he didn't show. And like, it was, it was a different guy wearing the mask. And uh, I don't know. I'd be kind of fucking pissed. Maybe that's why he originally got kicked out. He's like, dude, you're going around telling people that you're... You're the same person, I don't know. We can't trust you. Get out of here. How would you feel about that, Ty, though? Like, you go, you pay all this money, you're so excited to see MF Doom in concert, and this other guy comes out and raps his lines. I mean, that's just like... Over his beats, like... I mean, people were saying Gucci Man is doing that, too. Oh, yeah? 
that's what people were starting to say. They started there's rumors saying like that's interesting. Gucci is not Gucci, and, and there's because they have a foot. Really, Santi. They have like a <laughs> recording of I have ADHD <laughs> of a concert yeah. where Gucci looks seems to be taller than oh really the concert, and the guy looks the same. But they're yeah, claiming fair. that the guy's not Gucci. Yeah, fair enough. And then, um, and Gucci said that he's not gonna like, he's not gonna admit to any of these claims. Or, well, I mean, of course not. The but thing with uh, the thing with at least the Vancouver one, how they like know it wasn't him. I'd, I'd be pissed. But, like one of the reasons that they found out that it wasn't him, I guess, was uh, the the guy who was rapping, his like complexion didn't really match, like. Th- th- Doom's parents are Zimbabwe and Trinidadian, like, he was a, a fairly dark guy. And then, like, this guy was a lot lighter, and, like, everyone was looking at him like, that's not even his skin color. Like, how, no, how, that's how do you... No, but that's how they found out. That was oh, yeah, one no. of the ways that they found out. You know what I mean? I mean, I'd be wicked mad as a fan. Someone who paid money to come see your show. Yeah, and you're looking at him, you're like, um, that's, dude, that's like, not if him. Dude, like, if he told people, like... Before the tickets were sold, like that's what he was doing. Like, but hundred yeah. percent. If it was like MF Doom as you know performed by, you know but, what I mean. Yeah. If I'm him, because as well, that was like I've been forty-five different places. Well, listen to his argument. Then his his argument is: uh, I am the director. I am the producer. I am the writer. Why do I always have to be the, the actor, actor as yeah. well? I mean, it kind of makes sense because he he admits Doom MF Doom is a character. He is not MF Doom. He's Daniel Dumoulin. He's the writer, he's the creator, he's everything, but he's not MF Doom. So, like, if he's saying it's an MF Doom concert, that doesn't necessarily mean it's Daniel Dumoulin. According to him, at least. But, I don't know, I think it's a little fucked. I would have been a little pissed off. So, I'm never going to be entitled to see the man that I'm paying for. Right? Like, (laughs) everyone goes by a stage name. Like, that's a bullshit claim to me. I I think that is, yeah. But you see it a little bit. Like, you can understand it if you really force it, but I don't know. It was sort of a weird time in his career. I understand. But as you were saying, Santi, in this same year, in 2010, which is the the year that this this album came out, um, he was banished, as is the name of this song. It's called Banished. Um, I'll turn it down a little too. He's going a little, going a little. Well, I like this I different style um, he does for this song, like British rap. Oh yeah, and he's a, he's a lot faster and everything like that, yep. and that's very much influenced by JJ, of course, because he's British. He's he's in the UK music scene, and uh, he works with Doom on this because he was in London. Because as the story goes, uh, MF Doom left on a world tour. And he was performing in London, and he thought that his British passport that he's had in his whole life, because he always refused to become an American citizen because he didn't like America, and he was a British citizen because he was born in Britain, so he kept up with that, and he had his British passport, and he thought that would be enough for him to get back into the United States, until he came back, and they were like, this is a British passport, not a U.S. passport. How do we know you live here legally? Do they really call it British? I think they call it a... UK, a UK passport. I don't yeah, know. Whatever, go. whatever it's it is. Definitely not called British. He's from Britain. <laughs> no, it's a British passport. It's not from England, Great Britain. England. They're they're all they're all synonymous with each other. But anyway, chip chip, British. He he got he got what's the word deported essentially yeah i know he got told like you can't come back into the united states you have to go back to london like we own all your stuff now <laughs> well i think i don't know maybe your nintendo out. i don't know what happened Ow. <laughs> <laughs> that's dell's nintendo though <laughs> i know well they no, because he gave 
uh, Dell his Nintendo because he had a Super Nintendo. No, it was the other way around. Dell got the new Super Nintendo, and all the people from KMD, like MF and Subrock, pretty much, were playing with it nonstop. And he was like, yo, just hang on to this, and like we'll play it when we're over there and shit like that. I got my regular NES at home anyway. I'll just play this. Like, whatever. Everyone, Andrew's right all the time about everything. <laughs> Apparently, they were playing Super Mario Kart. He even mentions yes. it. We're, we're talking about an interview. We'll, we'll post it up. But um, they were playing Super Mario Kart, and like they'd always be Koopa Troopa or something like that. I don't know. Kind of cool, kind of interesting. Everyone's to, to favorite view. character, Ludwig. Ludwig's a homie. I think we're talking over this album so much because this is probably our least favorite on this collab. Out of the whole Would you collab, say so, yeah. Yeah, out of well, all we discovered collabs. it last minute. I guess that's true, but I don't know. This is probably the best one off of it, Rhyme and Slang. Copping pains tonight, the bed off gone bar, hopping way in the fight right. Nobody wanna get tapped by the This is the first time you've heard this time. I'll play it a little bit. Give them the bread, Ralph sipping the red, bled, chipping the head, MCs is bought and sold. The rhymes ain't worth the way they cost the gold hole. It's like a thin chain from here to Brisbane. Y'all should not print his name in vain, rep the insane. Gotta do it, snotty future, true grit. Came to spew, spit like bodily fluid with mucus. Cruise is useless, act like you knew it. Either that or get cold, smack like blue or chew it. Rules is rules, back right into it. Ghouls is fools, that's too cracked for school, prove it. All the way to UK, the BK, hit the echo of the bang and the cockney rhyme is slain. Hurricane, look through your terrain, hit the echo of the bang and the cockney rhyme is No guts, no glory, what's your story? Bore me poorly, saucy, awfully enough for coffee. Rarely, scarcely, scary, glary, stare. That's Let's a, be very that's a little clear. Of it. Ty, what do you think of this song? Scary, scary, scary. Yeah, dude, like, the amount of rhymes he uses. Uh, I, I like it, um... And there are, that you can hear some, some references to the UK, like Cockney rhyme and slang. Cockney is, like, the, the London accent. He says, from here to Brisbane, and so normally you'd say, like, from here to Brooklyn or something, Brisbane is in, in like, the London area. Brisbane, London suburbs. I like... I like that, uh, I do like that, uh, that you have to literally pick his lyrics apart, um, because if it's like now later, I'm going to drive around and, and listen to, listen when I get to listen to this playlist. Yeah, listen to this playlist. And- you guys listening can also listen to the playlist by following Ear Diet Playlists on Spotify. We'll, uh, put the link into the description for you. Um, but yes, um, I, I, I think that critically that that's the point of his music. Really wants you to sit down. Is that's the that? Oh, absolutely. I, I, I really he feel. He tries to force you to pay attention. Yeah, to what like, saying. like, cause like you're, cause like most people like nowadays we hear a song we're like, oh yeah, sounds good. Like, no, but when I when I hear an MF song, I'm like, it still it, it, it you literally have to dissect it you have, I have to, sit to sit there and there listen to it over and over and over again because you're like read someone talk you'll about rewind it. what he's saying and oh, yeah. literally go back just that one verse but it caused you to go back and you hear another verse like oh yeah and i want to go here i want to go hear what he's talking about here and then oh, yeah. you'll break down another verse and then you're like oh wow and then you'll look back to the song you heard the other day you'll hear a verse that you quote quoted on that but that quotes into this next song that he's talking about we're so, speaking of the next song <laughs> 
This is uh, Victory Laps by Doom's Darks. This is uh, 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 a one-time uh, one-time collab. It's an EP. It's not a full album, but it's uh, Ghostface Killer and, and Doom. It's fucking great. Well, they have an unreleased album somewhere out there that I'm sure I really we'll hope so. I hope there's like a full Doom's Darks album yeah. just sitting in like Peanut Butter Wolf's basement or some shit. I don't even know. Like the targets of Jay Plummer Started all that talk of being a gunner Beef in the winter leaves the death in the summer Switching the Frank's army tanks Fuck a bodyguard, it's me and the iron I'm secure like federal banks Pirates, y'all niggas better walk Pirates. the place Motherfucker Walk a block of compliments <laughs> of the gentleman in all black In the back, softball stack off the wall Um, I'm, I love this song It's Victory Laps by Doomstarks I don't know how much I've mentioned Doomstarks is because of Tony Starks Is uh, Ghostface Killers One of his many names one of his many many names of course and uh it's just a great fucking song i wish they worked together more another example of this is what i want to talk about another example of um doom working with almost literally every member yeah. of wu-tang yeah, um, ghostface killers on another song on uh Zarface and yeah. it's metal face he works with doom all the time he I loves doom um what's it called they're like um, buddies for sure or they were well, we're Rest gonna discuss we're gonna talk about that of course guys i just don't want to like yeah we're gonna talk about in the next episode of how close all these people work together in that time period to really pave the way for like rap and hip-hop yeah before everyone could even like, realize what was happening mf doom totally changed hip-hop like uh if you think about the timeline of even when KMD started, like KMD was pretty revolutionary for their time, and they would have, especially Black Bastards, if that was released in '93, like that '93 was the year. '93 was the year um, Wu Tang released Enter the 36 Chambers, and they literally had like similar vibes and similar like sample sets and stuff like that. Like there's a song on there's a song on Black Bastards where they sample. Uh, old martial arts movies, you know what I mean? Like old kung fu movies, mm, like, literally. Yeah, yeah. They they would have popped off. But the, the, the record producer who, who denied them literally didn't even listen to their music. They just looked at the, the cover and the yeah, playlist. Are you like, surprised, though? No. Like, really? I was a little bit <gasps> when I heard that. I love this song. Yeah. I like the intro, the too. Um, um, you'll never guess the name of the song, people. Together. Is it? And when you um, do this, I want you to try to find <laughs> How'd you the know? Point blank, right between our eyes. Any fool could get it, so don't be too surprised, guys. More fun than a clown with a gun. Run for the drums, it's the sound of the sun. Um, to the brain, right between the eyeballs. Anybody can get it. It's my first time hearing this one, too. Yeah. No, we didn't just do the last Saturday. Yeah, you've been to the if you saying that I ain't nice, you better think twice. I've been in my room site with the mic, giving advice, plans and giving my life to the game. They saying that I'm insane. Attention, I'm not paying my vision. So this album did, um, soon enough, I'm pursuing Doom did with uh, Bishop Guru uh, on 2014. Never really released a deluxe album from 2019. I definitely want to. Bishop Guru is also, I believe. Related to at least, and maybe not 
not uh, the Nawabi Nation specifically. Did we talk about this on the mic? I think we were talking about this beforehand, but we'll, we'll get into it at some point, maybe on the next episode. Uh, Doom was involved in some sort of religion called the Nawabian Nation. We talked about that in episode one. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, at some point, I'm sure we mentioned it. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure Bishop Nauru is in that same sort really? of, like, maybe not the Nuwabian Nation, but they're all tied together in the Nuwabian Nation with, like, the 5% Nation. And apparently it all has to do with, like, this, like, black Muslim movement that was going around in New York City at the time. So, I mean, it's kind of interesting stuff. And Talib Kweli is also sort of wrapped in, in, in that. Do you like Kweli? I do like Talib Kweli. Talib Kweli and most F are black star. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and most ever what oh black star yeah that's, right, that's, right. that's the name of the album by black star it's the only album by black star and it's called talib quality and most f are black star this is bishop Maroon. love it but if i keep light working i can change the face my ascension got my visions in a different space divine grace was in a high state Straight to the zone, right between the eyes. All of y'all can get it, so don't be too surprised, guys. More fun than a clown with a gun. Running for the crumbs, it's the sound of the sun. Um, in the head, right between the eyeballs. Anyone can get it, so don't be too surprised, y'all. More simple than a clown with a gun. Peace, 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 peace. Peace, 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 peace. But this song, honestly, this is just outro playing in the background now. But this song reminds me a lot of um, Hum Rush, weirdly, by uh, KMD. Yeah. It's a very similar vibe where they sort of make the sample part of the beat and they make you get into it yep. so much. Like they were that. humming in the back. Yeah, in that song they actually... <laughs> I think this is Quasi. Right now? Is that not Quasimodo? Like, come on. And that was on... How have I not noticed that? But anyhow... It just reminds me of that song a lot, how they make the sample no, yeah, tie no. it in. No, yeah, no, yeah. And I think we talked about that. That was Sesame Street. Sesame Street? Yeah, the, the whole sample, the, the humming part for the hum rush, is Frank Oz from Sesame Street as either Bert or Ernie, whichever his character was. Uh, <laughs> I used whosample.com to listen to the original version. It's literally like... <laughs> so... Uh, one of them's talking to the other one and like they're waiting for Elmo I think something stupid like that and he's like okay I'll just sit here and hum to pass the time and he's like hum it's like so weird I would literally I don't know how the hell they make that relationship work yet. I just don't understand how, how Sub Rock and Doom were so amazing to use these samples in such a creative way like it's fucking amazing dude I wish we got more of Sub Rock's career oh of course dude he, he's such a tragic loss his, his life and the fact that and yeah, and just the, the the impact that it had on Doom, even like the fact that he was underground for five years, not not releasing any music, and like he, he, his whole career like could have gone in such a different trajectory had none of that happened to him. But I, at the I like, same time, you have to appreciate what did come out. I mean, yeah, none of it. He might not have done Mad Villainy if Subrock didn't die. Like, there, there's nothing you can change. You know what I mean? much as I love him collabing with other people. Um, you wish he made his own beats more? Uh, no, well, like, yeah, no, I, I like his, his albums, but um, I just wish, like, like he has so, so many beats I, I wish Sub Rock was, like, because 
Fair enough. Dude, he was very talented. I, w- I wish he was around. Sub Rock and Doom stayed together for a like, long time and yeah. worked together as a duo. Because imagine like great. Sub Rock meeting Mad Lib or whatever. Like, yeah, seriously. That'd be great. The two of them would. Or Danger Mouse. Oh, yeah. Honestly, dude. Um, yo, let's listen to the song for a second before we get sad. Because the next part's sad, guys. Procrastination and put the plan in full effect for instant activation. Just a few jewels is hidden in plain sight. Ain't nothing else to it but to do it, but do it right. I, I'ma do great things, great things. No, I can't stop my dream and my vision. I'ma do great things, great things. No, I can't stop my dream and my vision. I'ma do great things, great things. No, I can't stop my dream and my vision. I'ma do great things, great things, great things, great things. I'm seeing great things in my vision Started with an intention And then moved farther when I parted with my soul extension Erased all attention that my mind was inventing And used it for useful bit in the ruin You do it different, I'm missing Mental misery that's usually infilled in me And building the empire Kyle, a quiet light And he's growing to be enlightened A frightening sight Like Michael Myers when he strikes with the knife Better grab your reds It's about to get epic to shoot it in high res While they aligning with the message the So I think you said, Tanji, this was Yeah, uh, I, I literally thought I was like, this is song <laughs> I'm just turning it down. Um, so you mentioned a, a second ago, so I think this album was 2014. Uh, the next album we're talking about is 2018. So we have to talk about the horribly tragic loss that happens to Doom in 2017 uh, when he loses his son, Malachi. Mm-hmm. Malachi Dumoulin, who died at the age of 14. Uh, the, I, I feel like there's nothing that can even be said about it. I just like... You need to mention it because it's it's just this this repetition in his life of loss and, and all of these yeah and like all of these tragic things like his, his brother dies he loses his album and potential music career and then obviously makes it back in another way but still that was an amazingly tragic loss in and of itself mm-hmm. and then he loses his son after he gets banished from the United States like how much shit can this guy go through? And still release, like, amazing music and not let it, like, I don't know. He, the, there's just something to admire there that he was never, like, totally broken by any of these things. Like, I could there, there's a different universe where MF Doom never made it back from, from like, Atlanta. When he went down to Georgia and was, like, prob- and, and was probably in jail. As he mentions, he was in jail at that time. Like, there, there's a whole different universe where, where he never became the villain you know what the, I mean there was just KMD's first album and then no one ever heard of them ever again or like the opposite where like Sub Rock never passed and like no they of just course rocked. but I'm just saying it's something to admire yeah. that he's gone through all of dude, this dude like you know what they say like when it rains fire shit like this when it rains it pours dude so like when one bad thing happens like more just keeps on piling up but like you know eventually it's gonna be a rainbow that's really beautiful Santi I've never heard that before really you know, when it rains, it pours, but eventually there's going to be a rainbow. And well, I, added the, I, added I like the last that part. part yeah. I like that. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's, that reminds me of a Lucky Charms reference, eh? <laughs> Fun fact, I don't like Lucky Charms. Well, that's funny as hell. I hate Lucky that, Charms. that was like a really good reference. Like, pot of gold. The marshmallow. Thing. I'm like, hey, you must like Lucky Charms. I'm like, he's like, yeah, fuck Lucky Charms. Well, <laughs> General Mills, you could take nasty. this one. Yo, Reese's Puff, though. Yeah. Yo, they'll slap. Those are yeah, awesome. Fun fact, Reese's Puff was actually MF Doom's favorite cereal. I think it's Captain Crunch, because he mentioned Captain Crunch on this album, which is Our Face Meets Metal Face. I know. 
Uh, oh shit! Another fun fact that we're almost now. gonna miss. Um, so what's funny is this song is actually being sampled from once again Super Mario Brothers three when oh, they yeah. fight on the airship battles against ba- Bowser's children, dude. Here, let me turn it up. Remember, so you, you can, can hear, hear the sample. bills flying. Yeah, exactly. You can <laughs> picture the bil- bullet bills coming at you, dude. You jump over them, hundred, hundred. You can like map, right? You can map the deck out as you're playing, as the song is playing. If you're in a Super Mario fan, you can like see the stage happening in front of your eyes. I, yes. If if you can't, then you're not a fan. Um, I I just think I will never be able to play this game the same again without like I'd probably have to put on Gazillionaire and or this song. Fair enough, man. I'd probably put this on whenever I hit the ship. I'm like, yep, it's time. I, 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 uh, what am I saying? I explained the, who Zarface Face is to you like three or four times now, Santi. Can you remember? What, uh, who the, who the Face members is? are? Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, Ghostface Killer, uh, nope. Inspector Deck. Inspector Deck's in there. Mad Lib. Nope. Quasimodo. That's still Mad Lib. Tony nope. Starks. That's Ghostface Killer. Uh, still not King, either. King Kidora. That's MF Doom, so I mean, kind of, but whatever. Uh, Victor Vaughn. <laughs> still Doom. Uh, <laughs> this is great. Zav- <laughs> Zavlovex. Yeah, exactly. Okay, shut the fuck up, Zach. <laughs> uh, this is a, you like this song too, uh, "Badness and Madness," yes, right? Great song. Yeah. Here, I'll just put. I'll tell you guys after who fucking. You know, Jay Z is actually is. in the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. Leave your comments below. <laughs> You hear him, right, Ty? Jay-Z. That is Jay-Z. Yeah. Low key. Yeah. High key, dude. I didn't know he, they paid him a verse. Yeah. Uh, More than a verse, dude. He made this song. Actually. Sorry to blow your minds, guy, uh, but that's a white guy from Boston. Wait, what? Facts. Whoa. No, it's not. Facts. That's, that's totally that's Jay-Z. This is white Jay-Z? Pretty much. Uh, Pixar didn't happen. They just call him Wove. They just call him what? Wove, because they, they call uh, Jay-Z H-O-V, Hove. And they just call this dude Wove. Wove. <laughs> Wove. Oh no, that was Inspector Duck. I'm sorry. You cock smooch. Oh, we just went through that. You In verse 3, I feel like he's the one who sounds more like Jay-Z. We'll get to it in a second. I'm going to turn down Doom. Sorry, guys. But uh, the guy who's going to jump in on verse 3 here, his name's Esoteric. He's from Boston, uh, along with 7L. And they work together to form the duo 7L and Esoteric, and they release a bunch of albums together. Um, but they work with Inspector Deck on their collaboration known as Zarface, and then they release this whole album called Zarface Meets Metal Face, in which all the members of Zarface are working with Doom. So it's a lot of great musicians. It's 7L, Esoteric, Inspector Deck, and Doom all on the same album for the whole track. Like every track is all of them crazy good album 2018 this is like the kind of shit that he was coming out with he a knife to a gun yeah yeah Jay-Z literally yeah the guy who sounds like Jay-Z he's from Boston made for soft shit like Kenny Chesney vocals made for soft shit like Kenny Chesney vocals 
old world here like Chris Mullen. I'ma do a heel turn and kick your fucking skull in. And walk away spitting poetry like County Cullen. Just style of Jay Z's voice next to this man. Deadass. He like definitely was inspired. Art with mixed martial arts. Shout out to Marshall Mathers. The way I kick bars and darts, you'd think I mixed Marshall's art with mixed martial arts. Villain. This is why we need cameras, because we need your reaction to the song oh, kicking on in camera. God. Oh. This is Bomb Throne? Uh, yeah, this is Bomb Throne. So that, that opening line that he says, I warm it up like Kane in his prime. I'm trying to figure out whether that's Kane the wrestler or Kane Big Daddy Kane it's the rapper. Both, dude. It's it might both. be. Wait, well, that's, a, that's the thing about lyricism, dude. It yeah. Can literally have like. Can you reference that again? Can you speak? To Talk like... to him about the wrestler. Yeah. So so Kane is a wrestler. I know about Kane. The you know Kane from yeah, WWE. Yeah, yeah. I'm a think his so-called brother. MF so, Doom's so original mask. mask is a Kane WWE wrestling mask that they spray painted silver. Yes, I do know that. Facts. No, I do then, know that. Even funnier than that, the the newer masks that they made, like the updated mask that came oh. out like fairly recently after they had the original mask, was uh, an actual prop from the movie Gladiator. Gladiator. Like if you look it up here, I'll show you a picture of Ty and I'll post this on Facebook And literally like too. once he told me that, I was like it makes fucking sense because every time I look at his mask, I always get the Spartan vibe. Well, what I thought is like I originally thought that the mask came from someone from there because the way that the mask looks, it just looks like a Spartan type mask. Yeah. But I always... See that mask, Ty? Yeah, I've seen that mask. Yeah, that's literally Doom's mask. So when like, so like when you originally gave me like the rundown on MF Doom um, and how, how his older albums, like he references the 80s Spider-Man and like... Like Doctor Doom, I thought yeah, his mask would look a little bit like Doctor Doom's mask, and I was like, "This looks like a Spartan mask," but like, I still fuck with it. The, the original mask that he had from the '90s was supposed to be inspired off Doom. Oh, the whole thing was supposed to be inspired off yeah. uh, Doctor Doom, like for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. But like, the way the they made this here. mask, so so get this, he, he had a friend who was like a really famous graffiti artist. I, I can't think of his name at the moment, but he was a really famous graffiti artist. And he basically went up to this guy and he was like, I need you to make me a new mask. Because, like, my old one is just a spray-painted wrestler mask. It kind of looks like shit. And it's, like, worn out and flexible. And it, like, kind of looks cheesy. And he's like, I want you to come up with something cool, something metal, something really, like, physical and hard and fucking cool looking. And he got this mask from the movie Gladiator. It was, like, a leftover prop that he bought online. And he cut it up and he moved all the pieces into different positions. And, like, he put the jewel in the middle and the MF Doom mask was born. Fucking cool. <laughs> I'd wear one. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, it's so cool. But looking. even now, like, even now with the whole mask protocol, why can't we all wear oh, MF absolutely. Doom masks? Like, what? Let's start an MF Doom flash mob. Everyone, get out of your houses. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Get your Doom masks, get your Doom capes, and let's Doom business. Let's Doom. This is actually the last song on the playlist that's, uh, uh, what am I saying, on an album, like uh, not an EP or a single. Wow, what's the next one? The next two songs are uh, Ninjurus and Meathead. But, uh, I mean, I guess we could start talking about it, the fact that he's gone. I thought we were going to talk about episode three. Well, this is the, what do you 
I don't know. We I talked know. about I, this seven times. <laughs> I know, true. Um, so when we posted episode one, literally on New Year's Eve, it was the day uh, who got everyone it, who got found it, who out. Who got the yeah, like it was the day the world found out that MF Doom died, passed away. Yep. And we'd already recorded the episode. I yep. was sitting there going, I, I don't know if I can release this. I was sitting there being like, should I wait? Should we add on a part? Like, should we say something about it? It was like, it killed me. It ripped me up. And like, the whole thing was just so weird. We started on it before he died. And then like, literally by the time we're ready to post it, he's gone. He passed away on Halloween. Halloween. Um, And then they didn't tell everybody until two months later which is which is fine you know the family like it's their right dude they don't of course and i mean they've always been private and doom's always been yeah exactly doom literally never even did an interview without his mask on i know like there's not a single interview of him without his mask on he didn't want the world to see him i almost wish we could play this one at at the end because i feel like this is a great like memorial this isn't the last song no meathead's next uh, this is almost like a memorial song. Because we're going in chronological order here. Yeah, no, I know. But this is a 2019 here. This is a single released by Danger Mouse and MF Doom. We're bringing back Danger Doom for a reprisal. Let's listen to it for a second in his honor. Rest in power. Anything he spitted at, kilted it, indebted. Stomp gators, a little more complicated. A competition slayer, no pay for no plays or hater. Later, we don't listen to no demos. And don't know why folks keep missing these new memos. Work with me, wittingly jerk a whole city. Cripple, hit a key and see. Perk a whole titty nipple. Cheese stack sheets, one feet in the street still. Three crack beats, heat from here to peak skill. To eat with mills, and a heap of cheap thrills. Balling in the gutter like 23 deep wills all into gutter bruh keep from out the rain if you can't steep the weather of the pain from the smotherer lover who needs a stronger umbrella put it on the list of nothing wrong he'll ever tell you any song he sells you from his brain is just zanius villainous i mean it's such a devastating loss but he, he leaves behind uh, an amazing portfolio of work he leaves behind uh, a, a, a generation of rappers inspired by him. He leaves behind like all of this amazing, notable work to be like admired and looked up to. And at the at the way too young age of 49, this guy was had more than a lifetime worth of achievements. I'm sure we're gonna find some secrets. I, I really well, I told you Peanut Butter Wolf came out and said that there's supposedly tracks for a Mad Villainy 2, new lyrics, because obviously there was technically already a Mad Villainy 2, yeah. whereas Mad Lib just remixed all of Mad yeah. Villainy, which is actually really worth a listen. Um, it's a dope-ass album, but I really hope they, they do have some more Mad Villain stuff that'd be super cool to listen to. I think he has a lot of secret projects that we're unaware of. Well, according to Peanut Butter Wolf, he had been remixing and remixing and remixing that that last Mad Villainy album, Mad Villainy 2, for like eight years. So like he's not, he didn't want it released still when he passed away. But then I feel like they're gonna release it. I think maybe Wu Tang or Mad Lib. I just think so. They're gonna just like. I feel like Bishop Naru is gonna start blowing up soon. I think so. Yeah. This absolutely. is one of this is one of his last songs recorded 
period MF Doom like or one of his last songs released before his his very unfortunate passing yeah um Meathead this features Bishop Nehru again going back to Neruvian Doom sort of a reprise of that and he's worked with Doom's worked with Nehru before too because uh, Bishop Nehru has an album before Neruvian Doom which features uh, MF Doom and has a lot of songs that are produced by MF Doom so like it, it, it almost seems like Bishop was really underneath his wing sort of you know what I mean and I really want to see him pop off because his fucking rapping is amazing maybe we can talk about him a little bit in episode 3 fair enough man when I die fuck it I guess I prefer me going to hell because Zerp is truly the same so the difference I never tell he's sending like it's the mail Captain Bishy said it's sale excel like Microsoft on all of these other fails his trail never derailed his mental's the holy grail as the stress gets released from the simplest up in hills it's sealed from all the chanting like he holding up a strike the mic's his only light a light my only vice advice is like a satellite i see them trying this feel i'm dying in the skies of been granting his kids wish it's kind of ridiculous like thoughts of saint nicholas breaking and leaving gifts for all the world's underprivileged kids quit with the ignorance the emperor's legitimate and learn to never give a shit they never getting it i'm making it clear all the haze took focus as these jokers appeared i've been accelerating i already know where it's still he stayed face no breaks i'm just peeping the rear and i've been living out of love they living in their affair i've changed ways i'm cruising but never changing the gears they say that he back actually i've been at it for years dreams the side view mirror they closer than they appear just beware of the emperor i play the game's vendor he raps west anderson directing these beginners too illustrious i lead the sucker fits to the pretenders made tenders as i played simba nigga that's dinner i remember when my shine was a little bit dimmer now it's bright in the light i leave them blind from the shimmers they trying to play the blinds i leave them falling like timber all right so that's enough from us guys this has been mf doom part two your diet episode two Check out all the other shows, Plug and Nug Radio. Ty, it's been wonderful having you. It's wonderful having you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, again, rest in peace, MF Doom. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to episode two. Feel free to play back episode one whenever you want. And episode three will be coming soon. Uh, and both of the playlists should be available. As yes. soon as this is up on Spotify, so will the playlist. You can go listen to those. Follow Ear Diet on Spotify to get those. And... Uh, Plug my nug on Instagram. I guess. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Sweet dreams. Love you. Hugs and kisses. Bye. Bye, everybody. Uh, dude, I'm sorry. Bye. I'm so fucking tired. I just, I literally fell asleep.